you can hear the sound of a pin drop in what is often known as the most intimate music venue there is. Country music's biggest songs and artists tend to be found in the smallest of rooms, the Bluebird Cafe. There's an artist that I know that doesn't have a Bluebird story. Whether you're the biggest songwriter in Nashville or someone that's been there for a week, it's an equal playing field. If you had a discography of all the songs that got played in here, I bet it was just... The Bluebird Cafe is a small music venue in Nashville, Tennessee, and also a cafe. At the Bluebird, you can find some of country music's most prolific artists and also some of the upcoming artists in the industry that no one's even ever heard of before. The Bluebird is home to some of the biggest artists there is, and it is where many artists get their start. It is a super intimate setting with just 20 tables where people can sit, have dinner, and listen to the stories and songs of songwriters and artists and learn where their music was written, what happened, where it came from, and just the raw sound of what they've written. It's a super special place to many musicians and people who come there. The Bluebird was opened by Amy Kurland in 1982 in the Green Hills neighborhood of Nashville, which is several miles south of Music Row. It is in like a suburbs and shopping center, so not where many of the main honky-tonks and main places to play, which are in the heart of Nashville. Instead, it's actually outside of it where you would never really suspect. If you drive by the Bluebird, it kind of just looks like another random store in a strip mall. It doesn't scream music row. My first time coming to the Bluebird, I go, this can't be it. You just pull up and it's like next to a dry cleaner. You're like, am I in the right place? But the moment you step inside and experience the songs and artists in there, you realize that it is part of the heart of what makes Nashville such an amazing music city. Amy Curland opened it with the intention for it to just be a gourmet restaurant with some occasional live music. She never set out for it to be what it is now. She just made it a place with music, a good cafe. Once Curland added a stage, the occasional live music slowly turned into a regular occurrence of performers. Where the Bluebird Cafe really began to take off and get a reputation for being the place it is for songwriters today, Kathy Matea, she landed a record deal after playing in there regularly after a few months. So with a name as big as Kathy's, people began to think, hey, this is a place that I could also get my start like she did. So other songwriters began to follow in Kathy's footsteps, and they too began to land record deals. This became a new place for people for a start in country music. The Bluebird began to turn that live music occasionally with a stage into writer's nights, where up-and-coming songwriters could have the opportunity to play their songs with an accomplished guest songwriter. So that means like any songwriters of the public could come in and then they would have one guest for the night and they would help them and play their songs with them. After writers' nights were established, later in the round shows became a new way for writers to perform their songs, and that is the main format for the Bluebirds shows today. They have a variety of different ways for people to play. kind of varies, like Monday night is one thing, Tuesday night maybe another, but the main shows that happen every night are called 
in the round where about four artists will sit in a round pod in the middle of the cafe and people will sit around and hear them play their songs. They'll kind of alternate, go around, they'll tell a story about the background of their song and then they'll play it for everybody. Artists were discovered at the Bluebird and then also artists would go to the Bluebird to discover songs and discover songwriters. So people would come to the Bluebird looking for songs to record. They would watch these songwriters and say, hey, I want to, I love this song. I want to try giving my take on it. Can I record your song? So it kind of became a two-way street of artists were found there and then artists also found songs to record there. Many famous musicians were discovered at the Bluebird. It is crazy. Some of the biggest names in country music were discovered at this mall cafe. This includes Taylor Swift. This was the place where I played in a writer's night when I was 14 years old, and um, the guy right in front of me was sitting literally right in front of me 13 years ago and gave me a record deal. When I first moved to Nashville, and even before that, I would come here and I would think that this was such a rare opportunity to see people who have written these songs in rooms up and down Music Row. Kelsey Ballerini. This last song uh, is, is fairly new. It's, I think it's my favorite song I've ever written. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Is that bad if a songwriter says that? No. All right, it's honest. Hey, girl. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I wrote this um, a couple months ago. Um, Singing in a stairwell over at Lipscomb University at like 2 o'clock in the morning, feeling really lost. Um, and it came from a really honest place. And it's one of those songs that I'm sure you guys can relate that just wrote itself. And you just kind of sit there and you're like, where is this coming from? And you're like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's called Lost and Found. And I really hope you like it. It means a lot to me. Ethan Skill, Keith Urban, Lady A, Garth Brooks. Many of these people can be seen in The Bluebird, the movie, and it is a documentary talking about The Bluebird's origins, more about what I'm talking about here in this episode. You can get more details in the movie. It's super cool. You can see some of these big names, such as Taylor Swift and Kelsey Ballerini, giving their take on The Bluebird, whether they went there and they were inspired there or they got their record deal there. There are really, really cool stories, and it's so cool to see the perspective of these artists in this documentary. The Bluebird has begun to receive more and more attention, even more than it already has, now that it's been featured in the show Nashville. The TV show Nashville features many episodes and scenes in the Bluebird. It doesn't quite depict the reality of the Bluebird because, for example, in the show, there will be artists who casually are invited up to play or they're feeling confident that night, so they go up to the stage to play. But in reality, the Bluebird is so booked up, all artists who want a chance in country music will often go to the Bluebird because it is just 
just so inspiring for a way to come from writing your songs in your living room to playing in this place and somebody says, hey, I really connected with your music. I really liked your song. Will you get this record deal? Will you record this song? And it is really an amazing way for the songwriting and music community to come together and grant opportunities to the people who are just starting off. It is really just everybody who can get the chance to get in are booking up and you can't just casually go up to play at the Bluebird, unfortunately. But even though it is hard to get a chance to play at the Bluebird, they definitely give tons of opportunities to people looking to do it. It's not exclusive to only six very successful songwriters, very successful musicians, but instead they have a lot of auditions, they have contests in different ways that you can get in to play. It's not easy. It's not just walk-in, but they definitely give lots of opportunities to new artists, which I think is super awesome about the Bluebird. If you are ever making a trip to Nashville or want to plan one to go see the Bluebird, you definitely should look into it. It is a super special place. I got to go in February, and I knew a little bit about it. I had watched the documentary, but I didn't quite understand how special it is. It's hard to grasp the idea of like such a small cafe being home to such amazing music until you really step in. You step in, and it's the most intimate atmosphere, sitting there and hearing the music, being so close, because even the worst seat in the house is you're still right up with the artist. It is just so special. Everybody is just silent and just listening to the music, listening to the words, and it is really special. And also just to get insight on the songwriter's perspective, because Oftentimes, the artists who record songs are super recognized, but you don't think about the songwriters behind the music, where I listen to my music. If you click on full lyrics, you can see who was writing on the song, but it's not easy to do. You kind of have to go through a couple steps to see, and most times you won't even recognize the names of the songwriters. And this isn't to say that songwriters don't receive the attention they really want because I think a lot of times too maybe they aren't looking for spotlight that's why they decide to be behind the music rather than up front and performing but I think it's still a lot of times the music they've created they don't get to perform a lot and the bluebird creates a space for those songwriters to play those songs for example when I visited one of the artists was Matt McKinney he was super talented and I know idea that when he played the song part of it which is by Jordan Davis I had no idea that he had written that I just kind of assumed I don't know I guess I knew that there were other writers in the song but I I only ever thought of Jordan Davis and I think it was super cool to be like wow there's always a team behind these songs even if the artist is the one who is the main writer of the song. There's still a team behind producing and making the music. So I think it's super special to get to see that, to get to hear the people who wrote the song perform their own lyrics. You can tell they're super connected to it. These are the stories about their lives behind it. And that's a super special thing. If you go to Nashville and want to get into the Bluebird Cafe, there are a number of ways of getting in. Some people will wait in line for, I think there's like every night, it's like one or two 
tables that haven't been booked online. You can wait in line and it's like first come first serve to purchase that ticket. But people will be up from the crack of dawn waiting in line all day. The way I got my ticket was I got it online. It's definitely like a lottery process. You have to wake up at a certain time and it's like buying concert tickets to Taylor Swift or somebody huge like that. You're just kind of waiting and clicking the moment you can to purchase tickets and you either get it or you don't. You can kind of try for say you plan your trip for a couple of days. You can get on trying to buy it for each of those nights. There's a 6 p.m. and a 9 p.m. show and there will be different artists for each of those shows. It really doesn't matter though who you're going to see because maybe one person you know, somebody else you don't, but everybody's going to have awesome songs. I guarantee you're going to enjoy listening to whichever artist you get. So my recommendation is to look into that or on the Bluebird Cafe website for more info on trying to get in. It's a super cool place. Even if you don't go to a show, if you're in Nashville, I recommend just going by to stop in and learn a little bit more about it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Background Noise. I hope it gave you more insight into the Bluebird or introduced you to something you didn't know about yet. Next episode of Background Noise, next week on Monday, we're actually going to be having a Bluebird performer on, AJ Cross. He is a songwriter and musician in Nashville. He's going to be answering questions about what it's like being a musician, what it's like up and coming in the music industry and living in Nashville, all things songwriting and music. So for maybe a little bit more about the Bluebird and just stories about a writer, tune in to next week's episode. I'm super excited to have on AJ Cross. See you next week here on Background Noise. Ooh.